He tried to kill three soldiers and is a significant threat to the public, and yet this ticking time bomb is allowed to go to college? Welcome to the latest case of participation justice, where society's most dangerous get their chance, even if they don't deserve it. And no, Ayanle Hassan Ali does not deserve the chance. In March of 2016, just two years ago, Hassan Ali walked into a Toronto military recruitment center. And armed with a large knife, he tried to kill three uniformed officers, including a female whose throat he tried to slash. Just this May, he was found not criminally responsible due to mental illness. And now we learn through the Toronto Sun, even though he suffers the same delusions that led him to attack the soldiers, that his doctors say he poses a significant threat to society, that he still blames the Canadian government for its involvement in Muslim countries, and that he believes he has a license to kill, has been given the green light to kill, and that one dead soldier is all it takes? Despite all of those red flags, the Ontario Review Board is allowing Mr. Ali to attend Mohawk College. Mohawk is directly across the street from the psychiatric hospital where Ali is detained. It's also a few short blocks away from a private school full of hundreds of kids. Ali will be supervised initially, but according to the report, by year's end, there will no longer be that watch. Now, it's one thing to be compassionate to allow for rehabilitation. It's quite another to be stupid. So to put the rights of a violent man who could still kill above the safety of the public, in this case, thousands of young students? Give me a break. Mr. Ali may very well be a saint, but he has yet to prove that. He hasn't even been out for 90 days. The Crown is still appealing the judge's ruling. What is the board's rush? Why wouldn't they at the very least wait to see what happens with the appeal process? Some very high-profile cases have now put the issue of not criminally responsible in the mainstream. But the ruling does not mean that the person is innocent. It means they didn't know what they were doing was illegal. And normally those people are still sent away for a number of years, enough time that doctors and those in corrections can better manage the offender before they're put back into the public. That hasn't happened in Ali's case. How could it? It's only been weeks since the ruling. What seems clear in this case is that even though there are plenty of warning signs, the board is giving this man the benefit of the doubt. And while defense lawyers will disagree with me, it's outrageous. Fairness and compassion have to be considered, but the board's job has to always be about protecting the public safety at large. And with this guy still delusional and showing anger at the Canadian government and military's involvement with Muslim countries, I'm sorry, but no school for you, certainly not now. His own doctor warns that while Mr. Ali's psychotic disorder is managed well when he's on meds, it's what could happen if he forgets his pills. That's what's so scary. Would those board members feel safe doing a study group with this guy? Because if the board can't guarantee he is taking those meds 24-7, then he has no business heading to college. This case may just be the perfect example about hug-a-thug justice and how it proves our lawmakers really are the ones who are delusional. That is my point on point for this Wednesday, August the 8th. I'm Alex Pearson.